right, guys, read romance books, because I'm telling you, you'll learn to communicate with your partner better. You'll avoid the pit, pitfalls and traps. You'll see them coming. And you and the wife have a, oh, excuse me, you and your partner have a much happier time in life if you follow these rules. You're listening to Brazen Bookworm's Unrighteous Reading Rebellion, a reformed book snob's journey and musings through all things romance. Some language may not be safe for all ears. Frequent use of sarcasm may occur. Can you hear us? Hey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Yay. All right. I'm going to take a picture of the screen because this is pretty cool. We'll do a control. Here. Let's see? No, I can do that. Because <laughs> I'm old fashioned and shit. <laughs> Screenshots are for more people that are. Bridges, but this technology shit had me boogered up while ago. I'm not going to lie about it. I was stressing the hell out. Okay. So it, it boogered you up. Is that what you said? That's an Alabama term for messed me up. <laughs> Honey, I've lived there for six years, so I, I get it. Oh, I just man. haven't heard those terms in a while. Long time. So I'm going to do a quick intro since um, Julie is going to work her magic afterwards and edit all the things, but <laughs> because she's awesome, but Joey, yay. Thank you so much for joining us. This is really cool. We're really excited to have you here and um, chatting with all the Stalker sisters. Um, and I know you're working and we don't want to keep you too late. So we'll try and respect your time. I'm good, um, ma'am. Hotel. Boots are off. I'm good. I'm all y'all's. Okay, sweet. Can we turn us up so we can hear him better? Do I have to adjust my volume? Hold on. I got to adjust my volume because we're old. All right. Is that better? That's better. And I have to let you all know because I am in the state of Maryland. I have to have it on the recording that I'm telling you that I'm recording you. Do you need a verbal or physical? You, you just could give me like a thumbs up that you know that we're recording and it's audio and, and video. Video, I don't need your permission. I can take pictures and shoot video of whatever the hell I want. But in the state of Maryland, if you want to audio record someone, you have to tell them that you're audio recording them and get their permission. So I'm going to be sweet. So, and everybody, if you're, if you're on, you can, get out. No. <laughs> so if you're staying on, if you don't want to be recorded, you have to leave. If you're staying on, I'm going to take that as express consent that you're being recorded. And um, we're going to jump right into who's messing around the document. We're, okay. Ron's jumping around the document. So we're going to jump right in. Um, and, uh, just super excited to have Joey. So Joey is the book Bubba and is joining us tonight with the entire Stalker Sisters crew. So we're just going to take a minute to do a real quick round robin intro. And I'm Michelle and I am Brazen Bookworm and Julie Collier and Ron House. <laughs> Susie, also known as the researcher. <laughs> and Joey, so introduce yourself and tell us a little tiny bit about you. Uh, Joey Bowden, uh, former Navy, former iron worker. Uh, now I'm the quality control manager for the largest bridge manufacturer in North America. I'm the East, excuse me, East Coast QC manager for the largest bridge manufacturer in North America. Uh, been managed 32 years, together 34. Good for you guys. Uh, it's been a hell of a run. It's been a hell of a ride. I ain't gonna lie about it. It ain't been easy. Some days are good, some days aren't, but it's been a hell of a ride. Uh, it's been real, right? Uh, it's, it's been real interesting sometimes. 
<laughs> real is good. We like real. And you know what? If it's not a journey, it's not an adventure, it's not really worth it. So at least in my mind, it's not. Married a, I married a gal with a hell of a temper. You know what I mean? I married a gal with a hell of a temper, but uh, she keeps me straight. She's not there, is she? Nah, she's back in Alabama. <laughs> Yeah, so Joey's even Joey's traveling for work and has uh, agreed to talk to us while he's traveling. So even more thanks for doing that because I know travel is rough. We just came back from Florida and Julie went back to Cincinnati and I came home and now Julie's in Baltimore and now we're all going to Philly tomorrow. Ron's been on the road all day, um, but this is the kind of stuff I live for. So I'm just really happy we're here. I um, hate we're missing Philly this year. We had an absolute ball last year. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was great that, meeting you. It was. It was. I mean, I met so many people in person and got hugs from so many people that I only knew like online. And the work that our community was so embracing. And it, it, it was a shock, really, to be honest with you, as a dude in that world to be kind of embraced and, you know, let in the door, so to speak. It was pretty cool. I love that. And I was, Julie and I were talking about this earlier, thinking about going back to Indies and, you know, Joey and I had been friends online for, I guess, about a year, met through, I think, Brittany's group, yeah, yeah. through the, the book babes and Bubba, and um, finally got a chance to meet at Indies. And I was so nervous about going to Indies that my sister went with me to hold my hand through my anxiety. And then when I walked upstairs and I was looking for the check-in spot and I saw this cowboy hat. And I went, Joey is here. And I instantly went, I don't, I just felt this sense of relief that somebody I knew was there and I could identify you like, <laughs> I was like, oh God, now he's going to think I'm some weirdo because I'm just going to sit there and follow Joey around. <laughs> walking in the street, I come out of the hotel, the wife stayed back to watch college football and drink beer and eat chicken wings. So I'm going to the book, I'm going to the book sign and she's drinking beer, you know, and <laughs> I'm walking in the street and I'm lost as a I'm lost as a goat, right? And I see this girl wearing uh, an alpha hoodie from Blair Kingsley's group, and I went, "Okay, I know my people. I got somebody I know." <laughs> and then she helped me get up, you know, navigate upstairs and all that, whatever. But it was kind of cool as hell, really. Yeah, it really is. Uh, <laughs> we talk about this all the time. You know, I've been in the book world for a few years now, and the amount of friends that you make online and you actually feel like, like you're close, like you're close and you've never met in your life. And then you go to an event like that and it's like, Oh, now I can, you know, actually see these people. And yeah, it's just it really neat. Funny. We're doing a touristy thing. We're bouncing around Philly doing all the Rocky steps, of, you know, just whatever the Philly cheese type thing, whatever. And it was, <laughs> my wife was like tripping out because so many people would say, Joey, 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 whatever, can I take a picture? And it finally got to the point where Lisa was like, give me your phone, just get your hug. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. She was a good sport. I got so many, hugs, so many hugs that day and that night at the bar and then the next night when things went crazy, you know, but I had a good time. And it, it was a really neat kind of experience. I think it was the first time all of us had met each other. Mm -hmm. And we'd known each other online for a while. And, you know, you're in a unique situation where we could have walked right past each other and other than having seen each other's profile pictures, wouldn't recognize each other. But 
you you're kind of like the well i think last year like the one and only <laughs> well you are the one and only book bubba but i you are a, a rarity you're in a unique you are a unicorn in the romance book world and i love that you had your own cheering section <laughs> in fact um i think it was um it might have been nikki from claire's group or somebody we were joking about needing to get you your own security detail <laughs> <laughs> because we were like everybody's gonna know who he is he's gonna need his own security detail to keep people from mobbing him and i think i was one of those people who was like i'm just gonna kind of mob joey because he's joey it was and, literally uh, surreal. It was it was surreal to uh, the attention and the fact that people recognized me. And I didn't. I wasn't thinking. There's not many six one, three hundred pound bubbles and, and you know cowboy hats walking around the book convention. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not romance con book conventions. Uh, might maybe uh, I don't know a con somewhere else, but not yeah. uh, not romance land yet. It's kind of weird. So getting into that, when did you start reading? romance and why how'd that all come about all right romance i, I was diagnosed with cancer uh, we had went had medical checkup before we went on our honeymoon anniversary and we went to the mountains done some hiking waterfalls whatever things were great get back feeling good and i had done some blood work for less my doctor called me and said hey man i need you to come in something don't look right whatever yada 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 and then oh by the way you got cancer we need to do this what's your options cool okay we're gonna, we're gonna do this treatment we're not doing that treatment so I had a lot of time, you know, just out mentally out there, just really. And the treatment was, I could not tell you a day I had cancer, but I felt the damn side effects of the treatment every damn day. So when I was getting, it, it gave me a, it's weird. It, it gave me insomnia. So I would read to like three in the morning, get up 6.30, go to work. So I discovered through Kindle or Regency Romance was free. I read it's like free because I normally read Westerns and military sci-fi books and, you know, that kind of stuff. Typical men's adventure, you know, that kind of stuff. Shoot them up, gangbangers with cigars and blondes on the arm, that kind of stuff, you know. So I'm reading all that crap. And anyway, I, I read a Regency Romance book. And I was like, you know, that's pretty cool. I dig that. And this was 2019. So I got into all that. I didn't realize that it was just clean and spicy romances. <laughs> so I'm reading these yeah. clean romances. And then I got a Charlotte Scott romance. <laughs> and it was spicy. And I was like, okay, I'm digging the hell out of this now. I, I can do this. I'm, I'm good. So was, yeah, was that your gateway? That was, that was really kind of the gateway book. Um, Scarlett Scott's uh, series, one of the, her first series, not the Suttons or anything like that, but one of her first series. And I was into that, and I got a prompt, uh, you know, a Facebook ad, and it was for a Claire Kingsley book called The Muscle, The Mogul and the Muscle. Blue oh, yes. Water Billionaires. And I devoured that book. I mean, like two hours, two and a half hours, literally, you know. Damn, I'm kind of cool. So I went and done that whole Blue, Blue Water Billionaire series. Read those four, and then I bounced back and I picked up Claire's books, and I went through all those. And I'm working, you know, still working, and 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 people are giving me grief because they come to my office, and my Kindle's on my desk, and there's a you know shirtless dude or whatever, you know, typical romance cover, 
and I'm starting to catch a little flack. Well, <clears throat> I start getting a little, I start blowing up a little bit, you know, you know, telling people what I think about, you know, them, and you know, I'm I'm good doing what I'm doing. I'm cool. So I ended up reading all those series and those back that backlog, and uh, I was I was venting. I was I was bugging the hell out of Nikki Quinn. So I would read a book, one of Claire's books, and I'd say, ah, that's kind of cool, but you know what happens next?" Or and I would just tell Nikki, "Hey, this is a cool ass book. This book was really good." You know, tell Claire, you know, how much I enjoyed it. And finally, she said, look, why don't you just join the office? And I was like, what is that? I had no idea. There was a million author groups out there, right? I'm just reading the book, and I'm I'm not even going to her page. or I didn't know that stuff existed. My I work in Navy pages are way different than most romance books. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> So the stuff I was into was not what that yeah, just a little bit different, you know. So I'm I'm bugging the hell out of Nikki. And she finally said, just just join the office. And how did you was, get connected with Nikki? I was it was a it was something to do with Facebook. And uh I just saw her name was attached to like the Claire thing because I did go to Enlight Claire's page, you know. Okay, okay. I didn't know about the group stuff, I just did like her page and I, I saw Nikki for some reason. So I'm like, okay, she's gotta be I'm dealing with her. So I just started <laughs> Just go straight to the top. Just go straight to the admin. I mean, some dude, some grown dude bugging her about books. I know she thought I was insane, really, you know, or <laughs> one of those guys, you know what I'm saying? So Nikki finally said, join out. And uh, I did and got in and, and, and I was I was embraced, really. I mean, I was like, you know, welcomed, open arms and everything's good. And I had branched out a little bit from the typical romance book, and I had tried to get into military romances, and I was losing it. I mean, I went so far as to like email an author, like, "Look," and I wasn't trying to be rude. I was like, "Google Food can be your friend if you use it. You don't call a Marine a soldier, okay? That's and I'm and I was. It was like typical stuff like this. Now the romance was good, the steam was good, but the other stuff was like, you know, a little research would go a long way. And I was kind of, I was in the group one day and Tara Carr said, she said, look, why don't you give Brittany Shaheen books a try? And I said, okay. So I got one of Brittany Shaheen books, whatever was out at the time and uh, fell in love with it. And then I backtracked and done her whole backlog. And once again, I was messaging her about how much I enjoyed her books. She had the attention to detail, yada, yada, yada. And she was like, join the babes. I'm like, what the hell's the babes? <laughs> hey, I'm a babe. But yeah, we've done all that. And uh, and then I found that kind of niche. I really like that that niche. LJ Evans fell in love with her books. She had one out of time. And I've read 400 some books this year. So and I've averaged about 450 a year for the last three years. No joke. So I can't really remember a lot of, you know, names or whatever characters, but there was a book she had out, and I, I messaged her about how good the book was and how much I enjoyed her attention to detail and how much I appreciated things she got right. And, hell, she sent me a signed book. I'm like, that's kind of cool, you know, because I've got books signed by other sci-fi guys, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, it's kind of cool as hell. So I'm doing that. Thing. I'm going you know, to start buying signed books. <laughs> 
that does not surprise me about LJ at all because that's she loves to yeah. connect with her readers and yes. I'm I'm thinking now that wow you really did discover a lot of these people way earlier than I did um, <laughs> I think I must have been following you around jumping well, around but it was, we we counted one day me and the wife were sitting and, and she was laughing because I'd be on the laptop on the couch and at the time the medicine had me really messed up. I was I was going through menopause. I mean, okay. I, I was literally I was having hot flashes. I was having mood swings. I, I grew boobs, you, you know, little ones, but I did I grew boobs. And uh, well, man, I, was, I could watch I could watch those videos of uh, God. What is it when they rescued like the pit bull puppies and the little kittens and just be squalled? Just I mean. Just, I mean, big crocodile tears. And Lisa uh -huh. would come through, and she would come to the living room and look at me, and I'd go, and she'd leave me alone, and I would read. But when we got into the book world, it was funny as hell because she sat beside me on the couch, and, and I'd be going through these book groups I'm in. And women were inviting, women were asking me recommendations on romance books, and she thought <laughs> that was crazy. Because she doesn't read romance. She refuses to read them. She won't watch Hallmark movies. I mean, her thing is Avengers, you know, Marvel, DC World. She reads thrillers like uh, uh, Grisham, uh, that kind of stuff. You know, she's in that kind of stuff that she reads. But she thought it was hilarious that women were asking me recommendations on books. You know, dude with no shirts on, that kind of crap. But it was funny. I mean, you look back, it was kind of funny, but we got through all the, that kind of crap. And, and uh, Nicole Mullenick said, hey, she messaged me, said, hey, there, there's this thing going on, you know, book convention. I had been to several comic cons, you know, I'm like, eh, you know, whatever. She's like, look, you really ought to do this. Claire's going to be there. So I told the wife, I said, look, next, you know, November, I'm going to Philly, you know. She's like, what? I said, Give me some books signed, and I don't know, meet some people. Hell, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm going jumping off in that world, both feet. And we did. We went up there, had a ball. I think Indies last year in November was, and I'm, I'm talking to a lot of people, it was the first book convention, book signing for a lot of people because a lot of people got into romance during the pandemic or right before yeah. it. And then everything canceled. And then everything was coming back online and there were so many people indies was my first book signing um it was my first you know foray out into the the romance world to meet people and get books signed and there were a lot of people there last year that were this was it they were like i i need to go to something i need to get out of my house my favorite authors are going to be there and it did kind of have that energy that electricity of yeah. meeting people getting out of the house and um it was insane the number of people that they had there and just that everybody was it was like everybody wanted to be there which was pretty cool well that was the thing that got me was just how cool everybody was there wasn't a whole lot of agendas there wasn't like this little click here or click there you know you're not our clicks so or we're not gonna you know deal with you you know like a mean girl crap and which i didn't give a damn i didn't know about it anyway so i just kind of you know bowled ahead and got in line wherever i wanted to but I mean, not to be, you know, <laughs> I did. And uh, and I had met Avery uh, Maxwell online, and she had when her first book came out. And she asked me what I'd do a read on or whatever. And, uh, you know, I, I liked her style. I liked her. And 
we had something in common was her her thing, you know. So we would message each other, you know, motivational speeches or when things were a checkup, we didn't kick at each other, you know. That kind of still goes on to this day. That's you know, but meeting her was pretty cool because she's a cool person, and you know, she's just a cool ass person in real life, you know. So it was cool to meet her. You are too. Huh? She she thinks you're pretty cool too, Joey. It was like I say it was it was cool to meet her and her husband and Philly, you know, and all that. And uh, thank God I was a little bit taller than her, almost because I was freaking out the first time I saw her. I was thinking, Jesus. <laughs> I think you've been the only one there who was as tall, at least in my world. I mean, I felt like you know. I'm like I'm not really tall. I'm not tall at all. I'm only like six one. You know, almost six one and a, you know a grunt, but I was like looking at her going, "Okay, I hope I'm at least as tall as she is because I'm gonna feel really bad." Yeah, you have, you have pictures. I have pictures of Joey and Avery together, and they're like right tall. And then I have pictures of me and Joey and me and Avery, and I'm like up to maybe like just below their bust. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, that, I was just thinking of the picture. We just saw Avery in um, at Shameless and we took a picture with her on each side of her. And I was like, man, I always thought I was kind of average. And yeah, I, I guess I am kind of average, but uh, she's a presence, which I, I love about Avery is that she's this presence. She's like, okay, to me, I'm a total fangirl. So she's a little bit larger than life. And I did have the big fangirl moment of, oh my God, I'm taking a picture with Avery Maxwell. Um, and now, now I'm wishing I had taken a picture between you and Avery so I could kind of feel really short. But um, it's <laughs> it, was, it was fun meeting her. I mean, I, it really was. And then, oh, I mean, Claire was cool. Don't get me wrong. I hated the fact that all my pictures had masks on. Now I do hate that. But I took, you know, but I did meet a lot of cool authors. I met a lot of really cool people. Uh, went back to the bar the first night, that Friday night, and met a ton of people. It had a ball, make people hanging out, you know, whatever. We all that could bar do. was insane at the notary. Claire's bunch, Claire's bunch went with me. Me and my wife went with Claire's bunch to a uh, somewhere restaurant. It was Claire. I mean, I'm sorry, it was Nikki and Alex, JL and Nick and Nicole. And it was it was kind of crazy because we we left the restaurant and there was a bachelorette party that fell out of their limousines about the time we got out. So they want to know what we were doing there. I had to explain everything. So then I got pictures taken with all the black, you know, the bridal party. And one of them was real handsy. Because I'm like, you know, I'm standing behind them, like, you know, doing and one of them got real handsy. And I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, you know. <laughs> that's the celebrity <laughs> treatment there, dude. Get, oh, get oh, used yeah, to oh, it. Yeah. No, don't get used that's to it. That's where the security that's, needed. That's the security needed to come in, right? Exactly. Yeah, that, that was crazy that night, though. We had a ball meeting everybody face to face. Nick and Alex and Nicole and JL and all that kind of stuff. And we went back to the ball. And uh, I was, I was, we had a good time. Anyway. I met a lot of people. And then several people that come up and ask me if I was, what I was Joey. I was messing with them. No, I'm not Joey. And then I'll go, and then you can see their face kind of like freak out or freeze. I'm like, yeah, I am. And then we get a hug and they'd be like, you know, I you know, butthole, that kind of stuff. But had a really good time. I met, I met some of the uh, audiobook people, right? And I can't remember her name, but she was an African American lady, kind of, she's real bubbly. Anyway, she, she convinced me to do fireball shots with her. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, you know, I, 
have no idea who this, who this lady was. We done a couple of fireball shots at the bar, you know, drank a little bit, had a good time. I and love, you know, when you were leaving, I think it was the last day somebody, you were talking to someone and it got onto TikTok. Um, well, we had, we, right. we, yes. we had gone to the bar, we had gone to the, we had went to dinner, me and the wife, and uh, we done the touristy thing Thursday. We flew in Thursday so we could do the touristy thing Friday. So Saturday night, we had like a, like a 4.45, you know, car to the airport Sunday morning. And we were just going to like, you know, chill out at, at, the, at the room. And she goes, speaking of the room, the notary was one of the coolest hotels I've ever stayed in. That place was really cool. Agreed. So we, we get to the room and, you know, and I'm sitting there and she goes, you're not going downstairs. I'm like, no, I'm good. You know, we got to leave early or whatever. And she goes, I, you ought to go say about your girls, you know, you know, like that. Well, the next thing I know, and what the hell? The next thing I know, we're I'm I'm just gonna have one beer with, with the girls, and man, I'm next thing I know, I'm pretty good, but I'm pretty buzzed, right? You know, so this lady and she's asking me about why men read romance books, and I went into a and I did a whole you know dialogue on it. And I didn't know this lady, Madam Saskatchewan. I didn't know any of these people. This little group, I'm in this subgroup, and people's just, you know, milling around, hanging out. And she just looked at me and said, would you mind repeating that? Well, I'm buzzed, you know. I'm like, yeah. But I didn't put all the other stuff in it. I just put, you know, a couple of highlights. And I didn't even know she was doing ah, or all that kind of stuff, you know, until it was over with. And then she wanted to read my, do a tarot reading. I'm like, ah, I don't know about all that. But I also <laughs> whatever. I'm good. I'm I'm buzzed now. Never see this lady again. And then when I left her, uh, Amy Dawes had come up, and, uh, and I said, "Hey, you know, nice to meet you. I like your books." And she's like, "Yeah, right. You read my books." And I'm like, "Yeah, I do." And she's like, "Ah, I said, you want me to prove it?" She's like, "Well, I'm not." I said, "You ain't got to call me. I, I'm good. I'm good, Amy." I said, "The best book you ever read, you ever wrote was Blindside." I said, I love Mac and Freya. And she's like, oh, my God, you read my book. <laughs> Amy Dawes. She's like, you read my book. And I said, yeah, and the Wait With Me series, that was pretty good on your own. book with a guy was in a high-fishing shack was the best book you wrote of that series. And she's like, oh, my God, you really did. Anyway, she took my cowboy hat, took a couple pictures, and we shook hands or whatever, you know. Didn't think anything about it. Well, we get home, and... I don't know, somebody in the alpha group, somebody in the group, somebody in one of the groups. I'm in like 15 groups, and to be honest with you, I don't know. I got all kind of stuff. I'm in several groups. <laughs> but have you seen Joey's TikTok? And Joey doesn't do TikTok. <laughs> yeah, Joey did do a TikTok. No, he didn't. You want to bet? So here's my TikTok, right? And then poor Amy, she gets me, she, she does a TikTok. At the airport, but she says I'm from Louisiana. This good old boy Joey from Louisiana. So I went on TikTok and corrected her. She was like, "It is you." I'm like, yeah, it is me. I was, yeah, I was there. I was, I'm, I'm that guy. Material about romance novels. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, you guys. I'm at the airport, but I just had to come on, pop on quick, and tell you about this guy because I was there when Willow shot this TikTok. I actually introduced them. His name is Joey. He's from Louisiana. He's married. Uh, he's straight, he's got a couple kids, and he is the biggest romance fan alive. 
He doesn't look like it. Like, I did not think it when I saw him. But I walked into the bar last night after the book signing, and this guy with the cowboy hat stopped me. He's like, hey, Amy, I'm a big fan. Uh, I'm going to imitate his accent because it's delightful. And he's like, I'm a big fan, but I wasn't going to wait in your line today to see you. So I'm glad, to, I'm glad to run into you. I really like your books. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, I didn't believe him. I was like, there's no way this guy reads romance. He told me who his favorite character of mine was. It's Freya from Blindsided, by the way, if you've not seen that. If you've not read that book, check it out. That's his favorite character. And then and then he goes, you know, I read for joy and laughter, but uh, I read all your books, so I went all the way back to your London Lover series. And that, that one put me through some shit. You know, I, my eyes were glossy during that, that read. <laughs> so then I knew he was telling the truth, because that's totally, totally those books. Way more emotional than the rest of my stuff, which is a lot more comedy. So it just goes to show. We should never narrow a demographic down in readers because they come in all shapes, sizes, and sexes. Like, good old straight southern boy, Joey from Louisiana. So, and then it started getting stitched, and then it went to Twitter. Uh, it's crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Now, I work a world. I don't know how they found out, but one of my buddies found out in how I work a world, and it went through that stuff. And I caught it a lot of hell over that. But it's in good, you know. Somewhat good humor about it, but you are an anomaly. You are a unicorn. You are a rare bird in the romance world, reader world. Um, I know because even I'm a dude, because I'm a dude or a straight dude or a married dude. I mean, you know, one because you're a guy. Yeah, one because you're a dude. Uh, we'll go, yeah, that's the first one. There are very few um, in readers who identify themselves as readers of romance who are male. Um, you're a straight dude. Yeah, that goes into it, too. You're a bubba. That goes into it, too. I think, you know, people have an image. They have a stereotype of what readers look like. And they have an image and a stereotype of what people read based on what they look like. And you know, I was going to say, go for it, <laughs> do the toss. But we do. And it is an anomaly to find someone who's in this community who is who looks like you, sounds like you, works where you work. There's so many things that are just different from what the norm is. And I think there's a lot of judgment that goes with it. From well, both sides, like women well, are tired. Hmm? Go ahead. That's the thing too, though, that I noticed that it's primarily on me because I'm a guy, right? Uh, guys shouldn't read romance books. I, I don't know why. I mean, to me, it's ridiculous because one of the points I made that wasn't on the TikTok was, I mean, hell, they're user manual. <laughs> they're written by women for women. I mean, all you got to do is read. If, if your wife likes a certain kind of steam of romance, hell, pick up the book she's reading. You can figure out what she's what she's into, and you can help help things along, you know, at home. Or I'm when just you, saying. Or when you called it an instruction manual, in one of you posted about something, and you called it an instruction manual, and I lost it. I think the feedback on that post was so phenomenal, and it was like the light bulb for so many people, you know. <laughs> It's crazy to me that men don't see that. I mean, yeah. you ain't gotta you ain't, you don't have to read you don't have to join romance book groups. You don't have to be in that world. But if you'll just pick one up and kind of get an idea about where your partner's going or where she wants to get to, 
then you can kind of help them along and everything works out for both, both of you, you know? <laughs> Ron's about, got a question on her and I can see it. <laughs> Go for it, Ron. No, about 15%, I, cause I've done the research. Um, about 15% of the romance readers are, are men. Um, I think what makes Joey a uh, uh, unicorn is that he's vocal about it. Um, I, we, I, we have a, well, he's one of my, the moderators on the real men read romance group for me. And, um, there are a lot of guys, but none of them talk. So it, it, Joey is, is very vocal about what he reads and what he likes about what he reads. And he's willing to reach out to authors when he finds something that, that doesn't set quite right. And for me, that's amazing because it, not only as a as a PA, but as an aspiring author, for somebody to say, hey, gee, you know, that's really not how a guy would say that. Or, yeah, that's not really quite how that works. That's, that's gold. Um, and and to, to get that kind of a feedback. I mean, just reviews on a on a general basis are phenomenal. But a review from a guy who gives real quality feedback that's priceless. That's priceless. Well, I mean, I've noticed a stigma, not only in my world, I get, it's a stigma on me because I'm, I'm a guy who reads romance books and I'm not ashamed of it. I don't give a damn. I got a whole bookcase full of signed romance books and I'm proud to show them off. Got some on my desk at work, whatever, whatever. But I've also noticed a stigma. There's a stigma about women reading romance books and not, and, and a lot of from their husbands, boyfriends, partners, whatever. I just put it like partners. That way I don't have to offend nobody. I mean, look, you don't have to read War and Peace. You don't. I mean, you can you can still be a successful, intelligent, smart person. And if you read Insta-Lust novellas that take you 30 minutes to read, and it's very little verbiage, a lot of steam and spice. Okay, at the end of the day, you're reading. You're, you're engaging your brain, and you're happy. You're doing something that satisfies you or makes you happy. But inside the, the romance book world, too, though, I've noticed, there's certain genres or certain tropes or not tropes, but certain genres that they, there's some stigma attached to those. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like this group, and I'm not, I'm not naming names, but this group of readers, they look down on this group of readers because it's not their thing. Well, how could you read that? Why do you like that? I can't remember who, who said it. One of, the, one of the groups, it may have been Chris Jusius or something. One of the first time I ever heard it was like, don't yuck my young. Yep. You know, and so it was like that kind of thing. And I'm like, once I, once I started noticing, I'm like, well, this type of book, they don't like this type of book readers because it's, not, it's something that makes them uncomfortable. It's something they don't want to read or not you know, familiar with it. But yet they're going to look down on this bunch. But at the end of the day, the whole romance book world is catching flag from their male partner or their partners or the real world because they're not reading more peace or whatever. You, you know what you know what I'm trying to say? It's it's ridiculous to me. I, I read some I read some dark mafia books. Willow Winters turned me on to whatever that, that world is. And uh I've tried some of those. I've tried male on male and male, male on male books, uh, female female books. I've tried about every genre out there, and there's ones that I get, ones that I just, I give it on a shot, you know, I'm not, 
I'm not not reading something because it's got two dudes on it. I mean, Claire Hastings, I love her. You know, I love her book. Her books, I, I can, I like. I, I, you know, it's not my go-to. But if one of my author friends puts a book out and it's two dudes, hell, I'm going to read it. I mean, you know, if I, I give it a shot. We talked about reading. that um, when you were reading Samantha Cole, when you were yeah. doing Trident. And I was yeah. like, okay, so I really want your input, your take when you get to Topping the Alpha because that yeah. was that male male. And I was just curious yeah. to see yeah. how it fits within the group, how it fits within your vision of what the romance world is like. And we had a great conversation yeah. about it. No yeah. judgment, no, you know, basis of, well, I can't read because of this. It was just a... I'll give it a shot. It might be my thing. It might not be my thing, but just because it's not my thing doesn't mean it can't be someone else's thing. Right, right. I don't like, there's certain books I just, I detest. I mean, they might be the greatest book out there. They may wait, but they may make the reader swoon and, you know, do the whole Southern Bale thing and just, you know, be all excited and all that. But I can't stand enemies to lovers books. I will read them. But this is coming from me as a man, my my mindset, my personality. If I have a falling out with you, if I don't like you, I'm done with you. I don't give a damn if it's one day or 10 years. I'm still not going to like your ass. So why in the hell are you going to fall in bed with me? But that's just me. But I love the way our personal lives and our personal experiences draw us yeah. into books or turn us off from books. It's like, yeah. based on my personal experience, this is not for me. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Because yeah. like you said, there's so many people out there. There's so many authors. There's so many books that just because it's not your cup of tea doesn't mean it, you know, it could be your bog water and someone else's cappuccino. It's just, you know, that's, that's perfectly okay. And I did. When I jumped in, I, you know, I pretty much stayed mainstream for a long time and then branched off here and there, you know, a little, you know, subgenres. And some of them I really dug, some of them I didn't. But I'll read a Enemies to Lovers book. If it's one of my favorite authors, I'll read it because I know it's going to be good. What is your favorite trope? Really? Uh, to me, and, and being a grumpy bastard in real life, you know, I really don't like the sunshine the grump boots. I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a, we've had a lot of fun um, doing live rights together. Yeah. And I was wondering if you have moved forward on on writing or co-writing something of your own. I know life got in the way, and I, that's that's one thing I liked about. I like the 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 best friend sister that kind of trope. I like the light and easy trope, even if it's gets messy in real life kind of stuff. But but I, I was I had started. I got a synopsis. I done an outline. I got some characters and all that. And life got in the way. But I really enjoyed writing with you on Tuesday when I have a chance because it's I don't know. I mean, you've offered the Tara Carr has offered, and I'm gonna take you up on it. I'm really. But it was cool to me when we were right or we would add to the story. Yeah, I, it's hard to put into words, but we kind of like I kind of got where you're going. I mean, I could kind of yeah, we could follow each other. You know, we did we did a real fun one um, about a club. I'm switching with my hands a lot now, but <laughs> we did we did a real fun one about um, the the night the the club the the um, 
The vampire. It was one of the first ones we did um, about at the bondage club. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was so much fun. Was that the one we were messaging back and forth going, okay, the spicy scenes that Joey's putting in, or was that a different one? Because we were like, Joey's Whoa. always good. Joey's always good for spice. <laughs> wait, wait, where did that come from? We were like, okay, going to read the spicy scenes. <laughs> Joey's on. Okay, wait, we got to wait for Joey to post. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have so much fun. I really do. I mean, time work gets in the way. We've had a lot of crazy stuff going. Work, work gets in my way a lot, but I really enjoy doing that. That's fun. Yeah. I, I didn't post this week, but yeah, I try to post one every week so that people can play and, and because everybody can write. I, I, I mean, people say, I can't write. I can't write. All you got to do is add a sentence and it, <laughs> it takes all the pressure off of it. And it's just, it's my favorite thing to do. I wrote a line one time in one of the stories about the, uh, it was the witching thing at midnight of next door neighbor at midnight. And it, I said, the house smell is the, it smelled like old house. Old Lady's Avon perfume and and jazz lettuce or something like that, you know. <laughs> musty old house, Old Lady's Avon <laughs> perfume and dope. And for some reason, that resonated with a lot of people because. But in my mind, I'm thinking what old house smelled like, you know, and you know, old lady, mm -hmm. old lady Avon perfume. <laughs> I think that's something that everybody can kind of identify with. <laughs> And when you put it in words, it's like it, that's one of the beauty. Of, that's one of the beautiful things. The beauty of writing is that you could take something from your mind and have all of these other people connect with it and think, "I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what that smell is. I know exactly what that look mm -hmm. is. I know exactly what that sounds like." And when I wrote it, when I wrote it, it invoked immediately in my brain. I could smell it in my brain. What I was writing, I'm going. Ugh. <laughs> Words are powerful. And That's bad. I love it. So, okay, wait. What was, we had some other questions, and I'm like, I okay, think, do, I, I think you covered, think like, covered everything you were going to ask. I think you, like, just ran through everything just in the conversation. Because um, you even talked about what you read other than romance. What? Oh, 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 Susie, you had a question earlier that you'd put in, but I don't think he's answered that one yet. Um, we, we all take on. notes. Yeah, let me read it. Hold on. Is there an author you haven't met yet that you'd love to meet in person? In the romance book world or in the book world? In general. Both. Both. Yeah, both. Yeah. both. Max, <laughs> Max Monroe. I love them. I love them. Uh, Melanie Sean, when I first got uh, when I first got into romance books, you know, I'd done I'd done the Claire, the billion, blue water billionaires. And then I, uh, I had a, I had a, an ad pop up for uh, a writer named Erin Nicholas, and she had a series called Sapphire Falls. Long time before her boys Bayou Boys and all that Bayou stuff, it was you know a long time ago. A small town, it's like 12, 14 books, whatever. It was crazy. Anyway, I fell in love with that style of writing, and then I get a, a ad for a book from Hope Falls by Melanie Sean. I don't know her. Fell in love with it. Fell in love with it. So I reached out to her a lot. Uh, they're, they're sisters too, like Matt. You know, they're sisters, but they, they write under one pen name. And it was the Hope Falls, and then they done the Crossroads series. And another, oh, Wishing Well Tech. There's a bunch of, you know, cowboys and firefighters, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, uh, 
I, I, I stayed in touch with every time Melanie and put a book, I mean, uh, yeah, Melanie Sean and put a book out, Shauna put a book out. I immediately grabbed it because I knew without a shadow of a doubt I was going to dig it. I read her books, the whole series. I read her books probably three times, the whole series, three times through. Seriously. Seriously. So, and this, they had a, there was a thing that they kind of no longer write together now. So now Shauna writes the books and she, under her name only, and um, publishes them. And uh, they still have the Billy John series, you know, stuff together, but she, she does a lot of stuff on her own. And uh, I reached out one day for something. It was weird. It was on Instagram. I put up, I'd done something on Instagram, one of her books, and it was a series of Hope Falls. I'm like, I don't know why people aren't reading this series more. Y'all sleeping on it. You know, these books are phenomenal. They don't get the love they deserve. Well, she reached out to me and she said, oh my God, you know, whatever. You know, appreciate it. So we got to chatting. And uh, she's like, I want to send you a book. I'm like, no, nah, I'll buy a book from you. But, you know, she's like, well, okay, well, I'm going to send you a book. You know, she ignored me. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So she had two series out about these sisters. There's four sisters, two of them on a coffee bar and some other things. And really good series. Falling into fate or something like this. One of them. So uh, she sent me, but she sent me the whole set. I bought one. I bought the Hope Falls book. I told her I was buying it, and I wanted to sign, but she sent me the other four as a gift. Well, when she said the address, when I gave her the address, she said, Wetumpka, Alabama. I'm like, yeah, Wetumpka. She goes, oh, my God, there's a show I love that does home improvement stuff. I'm like, yeah, TV come in and done a makeover of our little town. And she's like, oh, my God, you know. So we chatted about that. And uh, anyway... I said, well, give me your address. You know, just give me a P.O. box. You know, and she's like, well, I'm going to give it to you. I'll send the books and whatever. And, you know, we'll just don't send it to Dad, but don't don't give this out. That's kind of crap, you know, because, you know, that's weird people out there. Mm-hmm. I never, I would never, I would never betray that trust, you know. So I went down to Wetumpka and uh, one of the stores, I bought a shirt with a Wetumpka bridge on it and some other little things and I boxed them up some to her. She was stoked. Uh, I was sent. Brittany was writing before she veered off into the garden one and all that. That she really decided to write a series set in Alabama, and she is she's contacted me a lot about things to do with Alabama or certain things, you know. And, and all her characters, as bad as I hate to admit it, all her characters, the Alabama bunch pulls from the University of Alabama, <laughs> which is like the Antichrist. To us Auburn, so, I was like, "I'm not, I'm not having it. I'm not having it." <laughs> I bought her a local shirt and an Auburn jersey, and I sent it to her. And I'm like, "Do not make the next guy from Alabama be a stupid Alabama fan. At least let him pull up at Auburn University, you know, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And when you wear this, think about Auburn, you know, give some good juju. Hell, she took the damn series in a whole other direction. <laughs> She did. She, she did. did. Those Alabama boys are still in there, but yeah, she yes, did go in a little different one, direction. You know, but, but yeah, I mean, it's a great series. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't what I had hoped. Uh, it's a but truly a great series. What I love about all this is is the connections, and we've talked about this, and I've written about this about how it Romance Landia sometimes feels like a very small town. And it's the conversations like I would never in my life expect to have a conversation with an author 
until I did. And, you know, I wouldn't expect it to happen with Stephen King and I wouldn't expect it to happen with Clancy and I wouldn't expect it to happen with Brittany Shaheen or Janice Whitaker or Avery Maxwell. And then it did. And it brought, kind of brought home how close this community really is where you post something and an author comments and okay, I am that weird fangirl who, when somebody comments or likes a post, I take a screenshot of the fact that they liked it or commented on it because to me, that's like, oh my God, they liked my post. It's, or they it's validated. It's validated that, you know, yes. they, they appreciate or they get that you're, you know, into them. I think the problem, or it's not so much a problem. I think one of the things that, that, that has gotten me into so many groups or, or, <coughs> dealing with so many authors is I didn't know enough not to know, you know, it's supposed to contact them or barge in and say, Hey, what about this? What about that? I really like this. Cause it's like people tiptoe around them. And I understand that as a guy, I'm not, I'm not getting DMS all the time with stuff. You know what I mean? As a guy, I don't, I don't get weird messages all the time or I don't get trolls trolling me. Well, I do get a couple on Instagram, but that's just fun. Cause the hell with them, you know. <laughs> a guy reading romance books, I think it's funny as hell because they won't say it to my face, you know that kind of stuff. You know that's what I think. That's what I laugh about because they won't they won't square up and say it. So piss on them. But, <laughs> but, I'm sorry, excuse me. But I didn't know enough. That, I didn't you're know good. Enough There's not a not safe for work warning on the beginning of this, so you can say whatever you want to. We have no filters. I didn't know enough not to know you weren't supposed to contact. Like I was just bugging the hell out of Nikki all the time or, you know, whatever. I didn't know you weren't supposed to do that. But hell, I just, if I had a question, hey, why why did he do this? Why did you do that? Or, hey, I love, I love this. Don't get me wrong. That was cool as hell. That was, you know, as kids say, that was dope, you know, but. Did you get the brush off from anybody that you contacted because they saw, yeah. oh, this is a dude and yeah. kind of hands off? Yes. I won't call names, but yes. Wow. And I, I would really imagine loved, that you would. Yeah. I really loved I really loved her series. There was a series of books that set in North Carolina. I really loved her books. No, refused, total brush off. Refused to read them. <laughs> wow. Refuse to read another one after that. And you know what? It does. It makes it becomes personal sometimes. I think, and it's it's and, hard and, to. Yeah, and I mean, really, truly, we're whatever in the world we're in now with people and trolls and idiots and you know pervs out there. I understand. Yeah. But I was not being. I was being complimentary about the book and how much I enjoyed it, and that was all it was. It was one of those kind of deals through Instagram. And I, I, you know, I, I let it, I let it simmer a while, and I'm like, okay, no problem, I'm good. That's I got that invisible other, reputation. I got fifty other authors I like, and three or four of them really like me back. So we're cool. So shout outs. Let's get some shout outs because I, when we were doing pre-show conversation, Joey and I, he said, so how much time I got? Because I got a lot of really, I got a lot of favorite authors. <laughs> so shout outs. Talk to us about just name some of the ones we you've said some already but who do you absolutely love look he's got a list, a list. <laughs> i love it <laughs> he did his this homework is all, this is not all of them this is just what i scratched and it worked today damn so who's joey reading give us a list all right we'll go amy dawes uh, avery maxwell tara carr janie crouch riley edwards 
Claire uh, Hastings, May Harden, Kat Baxter, Alina Lane, R.S. Gray. Love R.S. Gray. Love. Jennifer Haynes is my new favorite. I just discovered her. I love her books. Uh, Jamie Albright. Haynes. Jennifer Haynes. Okay. Yeah. Just discovered Jennifer Albright. Uh, uh, Jamie Albright. Just discovered her. Went through her whole back. I love uh, it. Paris, I can't remember. I can't remember her last name. It's Paris Civic. 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 Yep. Her latest was Don't Ghost Me. It was a Halloween book. Funny as hell. Uh, Melanie Moreland. I met her through Claire's group. Uh, Nicole uh, Millinex. She turned me on to Melanie Moreland. Love her books. LJ Evans. Adrian, Adriana Locke. I love her books. Love her books. Uh, Jackie Walker. Jackie, when she started reading uh, writing, she reached out a couple of times on some questions about the Navy. And then it was, she asked me, she, she messaged me about some Irish sayings. Because, you know, okay, I got a few. So I gave her a few. She put in the book. And then out of the blue, she asked me one day, she said, you know anything about horses? And I was like, what do you, what do you need to know? She's like, well, do you know anything about horses? So I sent her a picture of me on a horse. I'm like, what do you want? And she asked me this crazy question about when horses go in heat, do they act a certain way? Because it was going to be a part of the storyline. I'm like, this is what they do, and this is how they yada, 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 you know. And then she put in a book, whatever. I love it. Uh, Lillian Monroe, uh, Melanie Harlow, Kelly Lawrence, love her books. Willow Winters, Cat uh, Long, Shelly Sloan, Vanessa Lane. is She, does, she writes uh, Vanessa Lane. She's local to Alabama. She's in, like right outside the part of Alabama I live in. Didn't know it. Uh, but she writes like a romantic suspense book. But her books do not have, her books go from one book to the next to the next to the next. So it's, they're all on a cliffhanger. And okay. I was like, I was in the third book before I realized that happened. And I was like, furious. furious. <laughs> <laughs> Did you but, email her? <laughs> <laughs> So so pissed off at the time. I'm like, so now I'm invested. So now I'm up to seven, but I got to keep reading. So mission accomplished from her. Yes, yes. Sarah L. Hudson, her uh, astronaut books. That was one of the first ones I read too. Houston, we have a problem where spa space balls. It shows a uh, astronaut holding a globe, you know, on this, you know, down there. Yeah, you know, trying to play on his junk. Uh -huh. We got you. <laughs> but, but her NASA, her her NASA books are funny as hell. I love her. Shelley Shelley Lawrence Lawrenston. I don't know if y'all know her. She writes paranormal romances. You uh, know, one of her best series to me is, is about honey badgers. It's a family of honey badgers that live together, the girls, and it's polar bear shifters, polar bear shifters, bear shifters, all this and. You can't. They're they're from page one to page four hundred. It's a riot. It's just a riot. It's funny as hell. It's a riot. It's violence. It's you know because they're honey badgers. <laughs> Love her books. Max Monroe, Nicole Snow, uh, Janice Whitaker, and Tegan Hunter. That's just a few of my nice. Favorites. I love it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't include the ones where. You know, I read like the, uh, the the one I told you about. Me and you, me, you and I spoke about it. The uh, female female book, the series. Yep. I read, the hell did I read? June, I think I read it. Uh, I mean, I read several series, but if if I only read a couple books, I'm you know I like it. But 
most of these that I read off, I pretty much read everything they've written. And like I said, I'm still, I don't, I don't have insomnia so much anymore, but I got so much, I got so used to reading some midnight every night and then getting up at six the next morning, six thirty, whatever. That when I, I don't do when I get home before especially for time change, you know, you go water your damn garden, you gotta do your damn honey boots, cut grass, we did all that crap, you know, man stuff. And then, you know, and then the wife, she got this green chef stuff. And wife, she and I were cooking supper together tonight, you know, doing different dishes and trying that. So when that was over with, I read till midnight. Now, time's changed and it's dark at five o'clock. You really can't sit on outside and work. So guess what? <laughs> More time to read. <laughs> and before, and before I, I've been coming to this hotel in Bristol, Virginia for about nine, nine or 10 years. I've been coming up here working. And, you know, you get to know the maids, you get to know the, the staff, you know, you get to know the bartender pretty good because, you know, I've been here for nine, ten years straight. And I had I had one of the, before she got a candle, I would bring paperbacks with me. It might be a Western book or a sci-fi book or whatever. And I always bring three or four or five books because I'd read a book a night. The little, you know, a little more Western. I'd read a book a night. And she asked me one time, she said, Mr. Biden, why do you bring so many books when you come? You know, you read all these and like, yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, whatever, more than that, but whatever. And she's like, why do you bring so many books when you come? And I said, well, darling, and I wouldn't try to be condescending, you know, my wife hates when I say that darling crap to people. But I said, well, darling, I found it a long time ago. It's cheaper to buy books and buy a new house. So I get off work. I go to the hotel, put my booth off. I get a book. I don't, I don't go out rambling. <laughs> She'd rather me spend $30 on, on books than, you know. Mm-hmm. Go to the bar and you know get in trouble. Yep. Get in trouble. Books are cheaper than bail. Books are cheaper than bail. So exactly. yeah, better to exactly. <laughs> stay behind and wind up. Uh, I've done all that. I've done all that jail time for met her. I was, you know, I got locked up a lot in my younger days. But it was my, but mine was honestly though, uh, you know, mine was never like drugs or stealing. Mine was just redneck, man. It was drinking and fighting, you know. We all have big, a past. We all have a history. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't no big deal. Just drinking and fighting. Every time more books get delivered to my house, I can practically hear my husband saying, at least it's not meth. So, you know, <laughs> it could be meth. It could be meth. No, it's, it's books. Good now. It's or good yarn. Now. We've got so many romance books that her bookshelf is full of her stuff. Mine's full. And we got them stacked about nine deep on the corner of the desk, and I got to put another, I got to put another set of bookshelves up. And and I, I have I, no I, idea what that feels like. I haven't even crazy. unpacked the books from Shameless because I don't have anywhere to put them yet. It's I'm about crazy. to take over more shelves in the office, and and I, I don't even know where the stuff that's on them. I took probably two hundred fifty, maybe three hundred books to work, and they were all westerns and biographies and you know war books and men's adventure. Just because, you know, and their guy, I, I let them use it as a library. They borrow them, they read them, bring them back. And don't, I don't care. You know, I'm done with them because, you know, whatever. But I just, it, it would have never dawned on me to have a bookshelf dedicated to romance books ever in a million years. In a million years. You got to send us a picture of your, uh, your, your shelves. Send us a shelfie so we can <laughs> see. Uh... <laughs> I'm with the we, we can compare what's on the shelves because uh, I, we probably have a lot of overlap. And I'm I think good, it's, 
kind of cool for people to see what other people are reading and, and why you buy books. You know, we live in such a digital world and I definitely have more Kindle books than I have paperbacks, but I love those paperbacks. They're, they're I treasures. Up, I grew up on a, on a farm in the country, you know, we didn't, we didn't do a lot, but my dad, he read Westerns when I was a kid, grew up reading Westerns. My mom read the old bodice rippers, you know, the old Avon or, you know, to my the romance books with Fabio, dude, you know, uh-huh. ripped open and, you know, Lady Swooning. She read those kind of romance books back in the day. So I grew up reading. It, was, it wasn't something in our house that, that you had to read or you, you know, didn't want to read or you, if you, if you wanted to read, you read, you know, but it was there because they read. So in the country, it, we went to the library and got five books at a time. I mean, hell, I'd read those, in, you know, in a week and go back and, and then when I was like 14, my parents got divorced, you know, 13. I moved in with my grandparents. Well, the library was like right across the bridge. It was, you know, maybe two miles. Maybe not that far. I'm on my bike. Well, hell, I'd go down there every two or three days, get a stack full of books and ride back to my grandma's house. And that's just something I've always done. I've read my entire life. And it was never a big deal to me. But transitioning from... I, I joke with the girls in other groups. I joke with them sometimes. That I read a lot of romance and it, the, the happy after after the kind of sappy stuff. That I had to go read military sci-fi, sci-fi, where they're blowing up planets and you know dueling with pistols and blood and guts and stuff, just to kind of balance me back. <laughs> <laughs> you got to balance the levels. I do. So, I think we do that too. I mean, I love a rom-com and I'll go from a rom-com to a, you know, suspense, romantic suspense to um, something that's like heavy and deep. But there was a time when I read, I was, it was like all arcs and there were five of them in a row that were super heavy, emotional, you know, rip your heart out books. And I think I messaged the rest of the the stalker sisters and I was like, dude, you got to find me a rom-com. I need something because my, my levels are like, I need something to balance back out. And the I, <laughs> yes, it was Kaylee Loring. And that was exactly what it was. Yeah. And Ron was like, you've got to read this book by Kaylee Loring. And now of course I'm hooked on Kaylee Loring. And yeah. it was, it was the, it was the Christmas one. And then it was the Valentine's one. And I, yes. And then I'll go through a whole yeah. bunch of rom-coms and it's like, okay, now I've got like too many endorphins or whatever. Now I yeah. need to bring it back down to earth. because. No. Yeah. The only thing I really can't read anymore, and it was, and I, and I guess it was a byproduct of the damn cancer meds because they had me an emotional break. I squalled over every damn thing. Is I can't, to this day, I can't read a lot of angsty type books. I don't like angsty. And there's a couple of the books I was going to finish, some of her books I, I was reading this week, and I can't because they're, they're, I read to escape the world, man. You know, that's that's my escape. I don't watch a lot of TV. I watch football and hunting and fishing shows, and that's about it. Uh, don't watch a lot of TV. So I read every night to escape. Well, if I'm going through cancer treatments and I don't feel good, why in the hell would I want to read about, you know, this dude losing his life to cancer, you know, or this lady losing her husband to cancer and then she's going to meet love again. I was kind of, I don't hear all, I don't read all that crap. Hell, that's it. It's close to home. I want to read about instant love, swooning and, you know, boffing all over the damn house and going out for pizza and, you know, happily ever after, you know? 
<laughs> I love it. But that's a good, it's a good thing for people to know also is that there's something out there where if you're in the mood, you need something that's angsty and deep and tug your heart out. And then some people just can't. And I, I totally really, get that. I was reading, that's, I was in one of the groups and they were like, I'm really feeling this. Give me your recommendations for all the angst. I feel like a good cry. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> I don't I think want that's a good cry. Thing. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I think that's very much it. Sometimes you need something that's just going to like tear your heart out, and they're out there. I don't. And that's I don't. okay. I love that because. Like I said, there's something that everybody can read, but you know what you like and you know what you don't want to read and you don't have to because it's not somebody teaching you saying you got to go read this book. It's the joy of reading and you can read whatever you want to. And I just realized it's like eight o'clock. Holy crap. I'm a, I'm a big guy and don't get me wrong. I mean, men are taught not to cry. You know, John Wayne bullshit, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, macho out. And there was a series I read last week. Took books, had me, you know, had me squalling a little bit. And I'm like, and they weren't really heavy angsty. They were just a really good book, but they, they hit hard. You know what I mean? There are they some rom coms. Some of the rom coms I've read have some of the best emotional scenes in them, where you're, you know, whether it's a little bit of angst or it's something that's just really emotional. Some of them are fantastic for that, and it gives you just that little bit, just enough. And then you can kind of keep going. It's like the hallmark moment. I mean, I had a little bit of, you know, a little bit of my eyes were dripping a little bit, but it wasn't no big deal. But I, you know, I wasn't huddled up in the corner of a blanket, sucking my thumb either when I got done with it. So I could kind of deal with it. <laughs> with chocolate in one hand and wine yeah. in the other. That's kind of my MO. Yeah. <laughs> so we got, some, we have some rapid fire questions we want to ask you because we don't want to keep you all night. And I know people have got to do it. Y'all got me to you. Well, Julie's okay. Julie's exhausted. She's been on a plane since when? I was up at 3 a.m. Oh. So I've yawned a lot. I apologize. <laughs> it's not because you're boring. I am I thoroughly was, enjoying I this. Did. I thought I was boring as hell. No, <laughs> not at all. I just ugh. and Ron's been on the road like all day driving okay. down. Um, and Susie has a little one, so that's exhausting in and of itself. <laughs> well, hey, Ron, you make sure you tell Avery. I said, hey. I will. I will. Y'all do. I'll see you tomorrow. You tell you, I said, hey. I so will. let's do rapid fire questions. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Uh -oh. Hang on. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's let's both. All right. Let's rapid fire. Go. So we've already we've already done this, but we're gonna do it again because I like okay. to say it. War eagle or roll tide? War damn eagle. <laughs> uh, pumpkin pie or apple pie? Apple pie. Beer. I mean, cherry is my favorite, but I'll take apples. Okay. Beer or bourbon? Both. <laughs> Rom-com rom or romantic suspense? Oh, God, man, that's weird. That's a hard question because it's according to what mindset I'm in. If, if, if I've had a bad day at work or men, you know, just if I've had a bad day or a bad thing, I want some shooting. You know, I want some bang bang. You know, I want a little violence. If things are going really good, hey, let's keep the party rolling. Give me some rom coms, you know. Boxers or briefs? Boxers or briefs? Briefs. Okay. Yep. Breast, thigh, or tail? 
Oh. Do you know the reference? I'm trying to see. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with thou on this one. <laughs> what, we, were what's, we, were, we were taking bets on whether or not you'd know the reference. What's the reference, Ron? Bring it. Packers don't have tails. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. <laughs> Hey, it's all good. <laughs> all right, who's next? Susie. Oh, Susie. Next. Vanilla or BDSM? What now? Vanilla or BDSM? Oh, that's another one of those where. Oh, oh definitely. I don't. I don't need vanilla. I don't need vanilla. Oh, no, there's some BDSM books that are really good, but somewhere in the middle, I'm good with that too. But definitely not vanilla. No, <laughs> I love I love vanilla ice cream, and I love vanilla camels at Christmas. Other than that, no vanilla. <laughs> you want vanilla in the scoop, not in the book. Got it. Bingo. Thanksgiving or Christmas? Um, Christmas. I like seeing the kids open gifts. And, you know, just family. Secret Santa or white elephant? White elephant. We don't call it white elephant in Alabama. We What's call it, it dirty Santa. It's called dirty Santa. Because <laughs> you're snatching away from someone, you know. I like it. Okay, when I wrote this question, Julia's like, of course it's going to be that. And now look at what he's wearing. Okay. <laughs> Cowboy hat or backwards baseball cap? I'm going to catch some flack from this in, 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 in the romance book world because I know a lot of you ladies swoon. When some buff dude wears his damn hat backwards, you know. And one of my favorite authors, all her guys wear their hat backwards. But where I come from in the, in the era I grew up in, if you were a welder and had a welding hood, you wore your hat backwards. If you played catcher, you had a catcher's mask, you wore your hat backwards. Every damn body else wore the hat forward to block the sun in your eyes because that's what it was for. It wasn't a fashion statement. <laughs> so, I love it. So most of the time, I'm either wearing this or a cowboy hat. This way. The, <clears throat> excuse me. And this is actually, uh, I don't know if y'all can read it. Elmore County Farm Op, a co-op, where you go get your, cat, your cow feed and plants and that kind of stuff. So it's <laughs> country boy chic right here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Joey, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. We're going to miss you at Indies this year. Oh, um, I, I really am. I mean, I how far problem. away are you right now from Philly? I'm in Avenue, Virginia. So I'm two hours from Richmond. So and then up the coast, up 95. So Yeah, he's like six hours out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. You can come visit us. <laughs> <laughs> have, have a drink with us tomorrow night. Come to the bar. <laughs> Seriously, Joey, anytime you want to write, you hit me up. Hey, I appreciate it. We had a ball. I had a ball. I really did. I thought this was going to be a lot uh, <clears throat> harder than it was, but it was too bad. Y'all, y'all yeah, were very gentle. with us anytime. Y'all were very gentle. We, we we try to make it painless, entertaining, um, informative, fun. P- pull out all the keywords, uh, <laughs> but it's. <laughs> I think the key is just that we start chatting, just like if we were sitting at the bar drinking. Yep. You know, we just chat. I mean, luckily, I could, 
we could do this whenever y'all want to. Seriously, this is fun. Okay, so we're gonna. I'm gonna start. I'm thinking. My mind is going. You know, so it's gonna be like book reviews, bub- book reviews with the Bubba, or something like that. Where we're gonna have to get on with uh, certain books come out and get your sister stalkers and Bubba. Yeah. yeah. And get I'm your uh, get your take on different books and um, different things that are going on in the bookish world, um, because this is people joke that when they listen to the four of us, it's like they're sitting in the living room with us and hearing the banter back and forth. Because this is what we do all day, typing to each other is just chat. Well, all I mean, the time. like I was kind of nervous once y'all started. It did feel like I'm just hanging out with y'all. And we're shooting the breeze. Yeah. The only thing I didn't have was a beer in front of me, or it been you know. <laughs> It's not a well, beer, it's a Pepsi. <laughs> right? It, it, that water bottle, it, it could be vodka. Nobody would ever know, you know? But you know, that's what it felt like, though. You know, and that's the thing, too. That's that's the thing I really like about y'all's world is it is inclusive. I mean, y'all do. Like, I, I never expected to be embraced or accepted. I really didn't. I thought I'd get a lot of flack because I did. Honestly, early, I did get a lot of uh, pushback. I mean, I had a couple ladies ask me, straight up message me, was I joining this group to pick up chicks? Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna throw this out there just to put my side of it. I'm sure Ron might feel the same. Um, because I run a lot of groups. We're very cautious. I actually check females, too. Um, I look to see, you know, are they in other groups? You know, that type of thing. And a lot of that is just because we're trying to protect the people in the group. So I'm just, I, you know. my thing was, I'm in a lot of men's groups, a lot of different groups. There's so many other groups that if I was going to go down that road, yeah, it wouldn't be romance book world, ladies. I tell you, <laughs> just no offense, but. That was not even on my radar. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm digging on the book. I'm digging on the author and I'm bragging and I'm, you know, I'm interacting in our units group pick up chicks. Really? So I, in most of the groups I'm in, I had like a little blurb. It was like, hey, I'm whatever, former Navy, iron worker, yada, yada, yada. I got in romance books, so and so, so and so. Bam. And I would post it in their group. But you got any? No, I'm not here to pick up chicks. I've been married 32 years now with a 34 and I was scared of her and hell no, I'm not going anywhere and I'm not stepping out. So no. <laughs> and now, and now you're well known. So any, I mean, everybody's going right, to like right, right. But, but when the first, you know, when I first started like reaching out or they was like, well, Hey, could you join my group? Would you mind joining my group? No, no problem. But it was the first couple was really weird when I was getting those messages. Like, what are you doing? What, what are you trying to do? But the one is to ask me without ready to there to pick up chicks. That blows my damn mind. I'm like, this ain't the 80s bar scene, darling. I don't need to pick up chicks. I'm good. <laughs> but you know, it's funny. I think it does go to some of the culture where we have to be so cautious, where it's like, you know, okay, why is he here? What does he really want? What's the backstory? And the fact to me, the fact that you stuck it out, <laughs> the fact that you put something together to say, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is why I'm here. To me, means that you cared enough to right, say exactly. this is important to me, and you respected that people would want to know who you are and why you're there. And to me, that means a lot because 
it made me feel safer mm-hmm. knowing because there are some groups where we talk about some pretty intimate, deep things. Well, and, and that's another thing with me, though. I'm very, I'm very cautious. Yeah. Anybody, anybody that knows me in these groups, I talk a lot of trash. I do. I talk a lot of smack, and I talk a lot of trash. And some of it's very borderline spicy, you know. Yeah. But I don't. I try. I, I've been very adamant about not doing it as individuals, talking to individuals, just in general, shooting the bull, talking trash. And like, there's certain groups I'm in. They have a weekly or monthly thing, whatever. It's just where. I know when I read the comment, if they say like Michelle thinks she posts something like, hey, ladies, I've got this going on. We're doing this and he's doing that. Yeah, I don't go there. I don't read them. I skip them. Uh, there's certain things where females or women in the groups, some friends of mine, they start discussing things that's happening in their life, in their home that or, you know, Pass, I go right by, but that's that's not for me. You know, the thing I, I always remember, I'm happy to have a seat at the table, but it's y'all's house. You, you know what I mean? I love that. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't get it. I don't try to get all in y'all's business. I'm just saying, ladies in general in the group, when y'all got that kind of stuff going on, y'all discussing certain things. That's that's that. That's y'all's world, and, and no guy needs to be involved in that, especially a, a, a stranger that they don't know. They and that's a level of respect. They feel comfortable there. It's y'all, yeah. y'all feel comfortable there. Y'all know y'all can discuss in a lot of those groups whatever you need to discuss, and you know that's a safe space for you. You know you're not going to get judgment. You're not going to get condemnation. You're going to get advice. They're going to uplift you. They're going to pat you on your head, pat you on your back. You know, whatever you need. But I don't, I me mean, personally, I'm just saying, me as a man, that's not my place to be there or to read it or to deal with it. Step out. It's, that, it's that level of respect, though, Joey, that makes you, you the force that you are. I mean, that's the reason when you walked into IIP last week or last year, everybody knew you because you are a class act. Well, I appreciate that. Yep. I, I, I try. I want to agree more. I try. Like I say, I don't want to. I, I may be chatting with you next week, and you had last week you were talking about this going on in your life, and I don't want that in my mind, that image. So I'm, that's why I skip it. I love that. And I appreciate that. And it's like Ron said, that level of respect is why you're still in the groups. It's why people still tag you, comment. It's why you're here right now, honestly, because you've shown a level of respect, involvement, and interest that makes you part of the group, but also sets you apart within the group because it's it's a totally different thing to go into a group and feel comfortable with a bunch of women, but it's also different to be able to say, I know Joey's in this group and I'm still going to feel comfortable discussing this because I don't feel judged. I don't feel um, relegated to being a certain type of person because I'm talking about this. Right. It's, 
that level of comfort doesn't come easily to a lot of people and it's developed over time and <laughs> sticking it out is is important <laughs> there's a lot to be said well, about the fact that I, you're still there that. i've said that several times i would never want the fact that i'm in a group to hinder or make someone not reach out into the group and ask questions or ask for advice and get real answers. I, I would never, I mean, I would never want to be that guy that would, would impact or impair someone from doing that just because there's a guy in the group. You, you know what I mean? So I'm pretty, I'm pretty vocal about when they get to certain subjects, I'm gone. Y'all do y'all's thing. I've seen you post on occasionally where you're like, okay, I'm here, but I'm not, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm sitting this one out. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's only fair to me. You know, to me, that's just fair. I love so that. You may have something that you really need to discuss with and you don't, you can't talk to your family. You can't talk to your friends, but you know, you can go to that group and you can reach out to the people in that group and you're going to get an honest opinion or you're going to get whatever you need from that group. And then you can feel better about it or you can cry about it or whatever you need to do. But then when it's when but you're in the group, so you're insulated and nobody's ever gonna get to you or bother you about that inside the group. And then once you step out and go back to your real world, whatever you need to do at home or, or in real world problems, then you can deal with that because you've had this safety blanket for a little while. So that's the way I look at it. <coughs> I Just a big old that. Bear. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I agree. You were just going to say something. I was just, you are so appreciated in, in all the groups. Um, seriously, you're you're fun. We just love it. So I appreciate it. Keep hanging I'll out try. with us. Yeah. Joey, thank you so, thank so much. What are you reading tonight, Joey? Oh, good question. What are you going to read tonight? Oh, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Oh, maybe you had to ask me because I told you. What the hell's her name? <laughs> Where's your kid, man? Damn, I'm drawing a blank. Holy shit. <laughs> I stumped him. I'm drawing a blank. We stumped Joey. It's okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, hey, as soon as y'all hang up, I'll go to Kendall and like, hey, there it is. <laughs> we'll, we'll add it after. What's the last book you finished? <laughs> last book I finished, uh, I'm drawing a blank. I'm actually drawing a blank. I actually, that makes Love me it. feel good. I feel like sometimes we read so much. Yeah. Like she's an encyclopedia. She can be like, it'd be a book she read three years ago, a whole series. And she's like, oh, this dude, this dude, this dude. Like, what was I'm, the I'm name of I think, I, I think last Monday, my goal was 450 this year. I think last Monday I was at 407. And that's not counting books I read outside of Kindle. That's just Western to rereads. That's 407 this year already. Wow. And I literally read a book a day or a book every two days. And, wow. and they run together. I wish that I had met people in the group. There's a lady in Claire's group called uh, Clarissa. And she has a spreadsheet where she lists every book, the trope, the subtrope. The characters, you know, what was the what was the what was the defining moment, or what was the angsty part? So she's got like a brief synopsis of every book wow. she's ever written on this chart. 
that goes back forever. And I'm like, because if you ask her, she'll tell you, if, hey, do you know a trove? You know, give me a recommendation for a book about a you know biker that's also a part-time firefighter. Well, hell, bingo. She's got you <laughs> one. I'm like, I can't remember what I read while ago. <laughs> what genre is it? Maybe that'll help us pinpoint what you're reading. It's, it's romance. It's romance. Subgenre. Protector. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, millionaire. Uh, okay. Millionaire. Uh, uh, damn it. We, we like our billionaires. <laughs> okay. We love our billionaires. She, she hits him. She's back into the spot. He's pulling in. They, they bump bumpers. She goes up to the office to do an interview, and he's a billionaire, and he's the one that run into her, and they're at the same interview because he, he's supposed to be interviewing her. Okay. Uh, I feel like I read that. I just, I just started it. <laughs> Susie, I think you did read that. I feel like I read that. So message us afterwards and we'll put it in the show notes so that people will be like, okay, because now they're going to want to know what's Joey reading. We're going to have to start a regular thing, you know, a regular uh, series thing. What's Joey reading? What's the Bubba reading? Bubba's Bubba's recommendations. But uh, I am going to, God, it's 8.23. We keep talking and I'm like, oh my God, it's getting (laughs) so late. But I'm, we're going to, I'm going to, I think my kids are actually going to come home in a minute. The spawns are on their way home from getting bubble tea. That was and, cool. Last um, year. That was cool meeting them last year. That was because they were shocked to do the cowboy hat, red romance books. I remember that. You're right. <laughs> That's the spawns were with me last year. And they were like, That's right. what's up with the dude? And I was like, just, just roll with it. It's okay. <laughs> and they did. John just said, the hubster just said they pulled into the driveway, which means her majesty is about to go nuts barking. So we're going to say goodnight and thank you so, so much, Joey. And thank, thank you, you to my stalker sisters for hanging with us. And um, we'll be thinking about you at Indies um, this we'll weekend. We'll miss you and Susie tomorrow. We'll have a drink. Yes. Drink Please, for please. them. Both of you. Yep. We're going to hold up a glass for both of you. We'll tag you. And then um, maybe next year we'll have to find our way to each other in another I'm event. I'm going to. I've got plans, though. I've got plans to go to something in Chicago. Windy. I'll see you at Wild and Windy. I'll see you there. Joey should Windy. come to Charm City. I, I have been working on Joey for March. I, I I'm still working would, on Joey. If I, didn't have, if I didn't have all the stuff going on, I would love to go to Charm City. When is it again? It's the last weekend in March, 2023. And that's Maryland. I've been there a couple of times. Work. It's not far. No, I've, I've been there for work a couple of times. Mm-hmm. We'll all be there. Let's we'll see how things roll, man. Let's see how things roll. I might I might make a weekend trip to Maryland. That's not a bad drive. We would love it. We've got a ticket for you. So whenever you decide, we've got a ticket for you. We'll have a place for you. Definitely. Well, I appreciate it, ladies. I had a ball tonight. Thank you. Hi, Joey. Thank you. Good night, Joey. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> So that's it for us today, everybody. Thank you again for joining us. Um, If you're not aware, you can actually see this interview through our new YouTube channel. So we are very excited to be embarking on that adventure with um, video in addition to the audio for the podcast. Uh, I think we have finally figured out the audio issues going forward, so that won't happen again. Uh, There will be video available as well, and you can find all of that, how to get to the YouTube channel, um, 
how to get to all of our social media through our direct me. So it's direct.me slash brazen bookworm blog, B-R-A-Y-Z-E-N-B-O-O-K-W-Y-R-M-B-L-O-G. It's a lot. I know. Direct.me slash brazen bookworm blog. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Brazen Bookworms Unrighteous Reading Rebellion, on Instagram at Brazen Bookworm. Uh, drop us an email, brazenbookworm at gmail.com. Uh, let us know who you want us to talk to, uh, who you want us to interview, what do you want us to talk about. Always looking for new things to add to the show. So um, if you want to leave a comment on socials, that's perfect. If not, you can go ahead and DM or send me an email. And until next time, looking forward to connecting with y'all again.